Welcome to Living Chassidus. Together, let's live the Chassidus we learn. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Chassidus in the morning, 15 minutes. Don't you say Chaltzen? It's Hashem, we'll finish Parakhaf. Okay, so we were saying that Havaya Lakim was discussing, Havaya Lakim is really one. That the name Havaya, which represents godliness as it is above the, the, the details, and it's more of a, an Achtus versus a Lakim, it's all about the details. And we said that even in Shem Havaya, which is so to speak above details, it has within details, you see Havaya, which is, it represents the, all those levels. Um, yeah, that Havai represents all these levels. That yeah, within it, within Havai, there's all these there's levels, but they're really it's all one, it's all united. Whereas Elikim, it's all about the the separation. Sort of what the focus is on Havai, the focus is the oneness of everything, and Elikim, the focus is on the the distinctions. And we said, and that's what it means, they're really one, is because even in Havaya, it has these distinctions. Um, and yeah, so top of page 163. Just making sure everyone can hear me. Okay, Rak. Page 163 at the top. As we've explained, that it has to have these two other things. We understand that he exists as simple, transcendent oneness. For, for if he was a defined, limited entity, he would not be God. On the other hand, of his simplicity that did not allow for multiplicity, he would be defined as simply transcendent and be circum circumscribed by that definition, thus limiting him. So if you say God is just transcendent, so then you're limiting, you say he's, if you say he's not able to be defined, he's not able to come into the multiplicity, then it's also defining him. So he has both. He's transcendent, but he's also within the, in the details. And if so, we have these two, we have two aspects in here. On one hand, God possesses the potential for multiplicity. And together with that, it's all united. Everything can be united. And like we're talking, this whole mime is about being united in unity. So he's saying, God is a perfect example. They have, I don't know, it's maybe I wouldn't say the example, but he's uh, teaching us how it's meant to be, that it has to be both. And the revelation is to both levels of Shem Havai and Shem Lekim. And he explains how. Because until now, we're saying Shem Lekim is the one that makes and divides. But Shem Havai unites. So how does it, how they have both? Shem Lekim reveals the multiplicity. So we have all these infinite amount of different creations and creatures and live and plants and, and you know, vegetative and everything that we see, the the you know the, the vastness of everything that we see here. And that's what Shem Lakim produces. Shem reveals the unity within that. Shekalma Jagas Pratya is all these different levels. Hey, Benet Salim, 
whether it's emanations from his lights and the created beings, all, all come together as one. That even though we have a world with all the separation, we have, you know, and look around your room, you'll see so many different types of things. We're saying together with that, the, the, the Shema Vaya aspect within the world, within the creation, is that brings it all together. All these things again. And a simple example is you, know, you take food, which is very different than you. You eat it, you make a bracha, and you use it for the right purpose. You give tzedakah, you go to work for the right purpose. Everything you make that's purposeful for the right reasons, connecting to Hashem, so then you're uniting everything. You're showing that unity. Unity is essentially there. You're, you're revealing it. Should all these details are really one thing? I know, meaning, you're revealing the unity that's within Atmos. Because like we said, Atmos has all these potentials. When it comes out, and, and you do those things, when they come out as separate things, and you use them out for the right thing, you're, you're, you're bringing that unity together. This will help us understand an important passage that we say every day. Now we're going to understand this. And the next time you say Shema, you'll, you'll, you'll have what to think about. You should say, if, if we're showing that really united, everything's one with God, it's all oneness. So we should say, Shema Yisrael Hashem Alekeinu, Hashem is our God, Hashem Yachid, Hashem is singular. It's only God. Why do I say Hashem Echad, which implies that one implies there's also two. Because singular shows more of a unity than one. Like I explained at length, in different places, the difference between them. When you say one implies there's two, three, four, five, six, seven. When you say there's singular implies that that's, a, that's all there is. And if we're saying that Hashem is the only real existence, so why don't we say Hashem Yachid? Hashem is the only true existence. Why do you say Hashem is one? Which, which Chas Hashem could lead a person to think that there's, there's two, three. There's other existences by Hashem. So what's the answer? The answer is like this. It is that God is the only true existence. Yachid, singular. There's nothing else but God. But why do we say Echad? Like we say, there's one, there's no, no second, there's nothing else but God. That's obvious. It's not one in, in the, the numerical sense. That there's one, two, three, and four. But it's not a unity. The world is not a really a unity of different parts. Because really the parts that we see in this world, they exist within Hashem's essence. And, and the Shema Vai is just the revelation of that aspect of Atmos. The world is literally united with God. So when we say Hashem Echad, we shouldn't think ourselves that all these different separate things are separate things, but we somehow connect to God. That essentially, they're not separated things. They're all one with God. They're truly godly. The reason why we say Hashem Echad is But why do we say Hashem Echad? It's because when it's revealed all these details in the, in the levels, that you have different things like the humans, like the animals and the plants and the, and the earth and all these things. When they were created, 
When they created, they become separated beings, seeming, seemingly separated, you have the Avaya coming into it and uniting it. So like it says in the footnote of Yon in 166, in the Shema before saying, Avaya Echad, Hashem is one, what do we say? Hashem Yisrael, Hashem Alekeinu. Meaning the sequence is that one is that the oneness revealed by God's name Havaye comes after the multiplicity brought about by his name Elikim. So Yisma Yisrael Hashem Elikeinu Hashem. So he's saying Elikeinu Hashem. The Elikeinu means that this that that then the world is created in a way that we see we see this Elikim aspect, which is the the multiplicity. But Hashem, but still in that multiplicity that we see, it's really all the oneness. And that's why it's Echad, and really united. And he explains, Hashem is one. We wouldn't know about these details. We'd say, Hashem is, Hashem is singular. And, but I look around the wall, I see all these, all these details. And all these all these separate beings. So it must be that there's Hashem, and then there's all these other things. That's what if you say Hashem Yachid. Shachid means singular, alone, there's God, and then there's other things. Well, when we say Hashem Echad, we say in all these details that you see that look very distinct and very separated from God, Elikim, but you have a Vaya Echad, Hashem is one that really in this world and all these same things, it's all really God. You would think if you only said Hashem Yachid, it's looking at Yachid meaning in love of godliness as it is in his essence, that's Yachid, it's only God. But but after we create all these all these created beings and they've been revealed, and all these different levels within it, like we said before. They all get united all these details into the Shema Vayayi. To be truly united. Yeah, it's, it's very interesting. He's saying that there's a unity in God's essence because everything comes from God's essence. But that's not a, that's not a, a deep unity. When, we, when we're all, when we're all in, in, in a seminary environment, all doing relative to the same things, it doesn't show that we're that distinct, that, that we have true unity. We're just in the same environment doing the same things. It's pretty simple to go straight forward. Everyone is meant to be matching, so you don't see them. And it's like people look from the outside at Hasidim. I say, oh, we all look the same. Everyone looks the same. No one looks different. You look at, uh, you know, hat, black hats and white shirts. And they all look the same from a distance. All knows. But when you're inside, you can tell we all know the differences and the difference of opinions and, and, and you know, all, all, all the parts that Mechalikas that unfortunately divide us. But he's saying in that level, when you have that, where we can see that there's all these divisions, that's where the true unity can exist. To say this true unity in, in, in Atzimus, in God's essence, to say this true unity within us, when, when we're all doing the same thing in, in, in the environment, but we're not, it's not, it's not a, it's not a chiddish, nothing special. It's, it's when we go out of the seminary, we go live our different lives, and everyone goes back to where they came from, or they you know, move to different places, and they live their lives the way they live it, but they come back together. That's true unity. That's what he's saying here. See, in, in uh, the notes on 167, God in his essence is described as yachid, single, unique. However, a superficial concept of that description would imply that he exists unto himself, 
And that all other existence is, as it were, separated from him. That's how you could think about it. God's name, Havaya, resolves this misconception, showing that even after the particular elements of existence were brought into being, so after you have everything in the world like we see it, they are not separate from him, nor even unified with him as significant entities. We're not separated from God, we're not just, and we're not even united with God as us and God, but rather subsumed in his singularity to the extent where there exists is not felt at all. We are one, we are united, we're singular with God. We're not separate entities with God, we are God. And, and in that, but in its source, we won't even feel our existence. All that is felt is him. The fact that created beings feel their own identity, the fact that we feel ourselves as, as our own existence, we're something separated from God, that's how we feel, unfortunately, is a misconception that comes as a result of the influence of God's name, Elikim. Elikim makes us feel, that is me. If we, and, the, and, and Havaya makes us realize that it's all God. And, and the fact that we feel ourselves as separate things is not the reality, it's not the truth. That's the misconception. The truth is it's all godly. It's like the well, for the I mean, I'll tell you the story. Kitsar. God's infinite light contains multiplicity within it. But within it, it's all yach, it's all singular. You don't see the separateness. Its job is It's to reveal the separateness within them. Reveal it. So it comes out, and as we have our worlds, our world is based on Shem Alekim, that we feel we see ourselves as separate beings, unfortunately. Shem Havaye, what does Havaye do? It's showing the unity of the singularity. It's sort of showing us how we're really one, like we are in that source, but down here. Havaye Echad, what does it mean? Hashem is one. It's Achtos Hanivraim Bechinas Yachid. It's the unity of created beings in singularity. Meaning, it's that feeling, it's the recognition that we're all godly. They were all, they were all godly, they were all essentially God's essence. And, and that's what it means when you say bitum, I talk about here, we have avas, avas and, and, and levels of bitum, the bitum is essentially the feeling, or as Sheshtab says, ego stands for edging God out. That's, that's, the, that's what Elikim produces, and what Avai is trying to produce is feeling of godly, that everything is God. Not that you don't see anything, but everything you see is, is part of God's plan. It's all God and all has that clarity of God. And, and, and when you do that, it's like, it's like having Avis, it's like the, the opposite of the Clippus Midian. You come and you look at a person and you, and you find the godliness within them. And you look at the godliness, oh, they have a Haley Ganeshama. And this is what he's saying. When you look at it this way, that's how you see things. I was going to say story, but I forgot story now. Um, anyway, I guess to be continued. Yeah. Continue tomorrow.